0: Let's go to James chapter number five, verse number 16. We're talking about prayer tonight. And uh, I believe this is something the Lord's put strong in my heart here. Um, James five sixteen: the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. Tremendous power available. Dynamic in its working. How many of you know that's what we were talking about earlier? The power of God's always, always uh, potential there is for it to come into manifestation, but it's not always in manifestation. It's always present, yes. but it's not always in manifestation. But this kind of prayer, he said, makes this power available. In other words, it brings it into manifestation where somebody can lay hold of it. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So notice the connection between prayer and this tremendous power being made available. Yes. And... uh this manifestation, you might say, of God's power. And so how's it going to be provided or how's it going to be sustained? It's going to be through prayer. Amen. And so uh, there's a connection between those two things, prayer and the manifestation of God's power. Praise God. So if you want more power, more prayer. Make it, make it available more. Amen. I want more of the, more power falling in our services. Praise the Lord where somebody walks in and something like this just happens, yep. like just right now, and somebody's leg straightens out. Yes. Yes. Amen. 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 I believe some things happen in some people's lives. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Rejoicing in faith releases angels, Christina. Yeah. They're working on it. Yeah. I don't know. I just get it in my spirit. I'm just telling you that the angels are working on it. Yes. Praise God. so uh, over in acts 12 verse number five remember this was whenever they had uh the 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 king had arrested james and killed him and now he arrested peter and he's going to kill him He's not just, you know, giving him a, you know, nice night, free night, a hotel service. He's, he's arresting him, planning to kill him. But Acts 12 verse 5, Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. And, you know, the very next verses talk about an angel visiting the jail and uh, getting him out of there. <laughs> That's power made available. Isn't that right? Uh, that's, that, that manifested for God's power manifested to deliver one of God's servants. Uh, he was, uh, they prayed that power into manifestation. It says, but prayer was made without ceasing. Prayer was made and that prayer made that power available. Didn't, it didn't happen for James. Why didn't it happen for James? It wasn't made available for James. They just sat back and thought it would be automatic. But but whenever they got a hold of Peter, they said, well, we better start praying about these. The the devil's going to take out every one of the church leaders if we're not careful here. So they started praying about it. And the power of God was made available to stop that situation from going the direction Satan intended for it to go. And to go, uh, that power then was made available to cause things to go the direction of God's will. God's will was that people be delivered from these wicked and unreasonable men. Amen? Amen. Romans eight twenty six and 27 is what they were doing. They were, according to the, the Romans eight twenty six twenty seven, 27, they were uh, praying. The member of the Holy Ghost takes hold together with us, helps our infirmities. Yes. We don't know what to pray for as well. They know to a degree what to pray for, yes. but how to pray as they ought. They didn't yes. know. So they're praying in tongues. Right. Yeah. Made that power available. Yes. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so uh, whenever you don't know for what to pray, for, don't know as you ought. You can pray in other tongues. You know to a degree what to pray about in some cases, not every case, but you know how to pray. You know how to pray to the Father in the name of Jesus, but yet you don't know as you ought sometimes. Amen. So, um, you know, this is not, I think it's interesting here, Acts 12 verse 5. This is a uh, verse that we want to talk about a little bit more here. Um, Notice that they prayed without ceasing. Weymouth says, long and fervent prayer was offered to God by the church on his behalf. Long and fervent prayer. So what do we, we find out then? Uh, this was an extended time of prayer. Yes. This, wasn't a, this wasn't a prayer just, just, just making enough power available for their own personal lives to get through this next day. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Come on. Amen. Come on. Just to keep themselves in basic fellowship with God, you understand that's that's good to be to be praying. Just to keep yourself keep yourself built up enough just to stay in basic fellowship with God, or just make enough power to just kind of skim by. That's better than none at all. But, yet, but on the other hand, this is an extended season of prayer, long and fervent prayer. It said, <clears throat> "Amen." Because this was a season that they needed something beyond the ordinary yeah. in life. Yes. They needed somebody to get delivered from this bad situation here. Yes. One of their church leaders. Amen? Yes. Um, so um, you'll find that at certain seasons, the Spirit of God, if, if the need itself doesn't get you to pray, the, the Spirit of God will stir you up to pray. Yes. Now, you can stir yourself up to pray yes. and pray longer or pray more than you normally do. Yes. And I've found the Holy Ghost sometimes will stir me up. Sometimes I just stir myself up. Yeah. Amen. And so, um, because I, I sense sometimes that certain things require it. And I'm talking about this tonight because it's prayer night, number one. Because number two, I never got done with what I shared on Sunday, <clears throat> what, uh, two Sundays ago, <clears throat> a week and a half ago. I never got done to sharing all that. And I probably won't get done tonight. Probably won't even get half done. All that God's saying to me. Amen. But um, right on the other hand, I'm aware that, th- that we need to do an extra, we need to, we're, we've entered a season, we need to do some extra praying. Yes. Amen. <coughs> Amen. Amen. <coughs> t- talking about uh, extended beyond just the basic praying to keep us in fellowship with God. Because there's some needs here. Yes. Amen. And tonight I want to quote some, some of Brother Hagin's book. A lot of this is going to come right out of his book, uh, t- uh, Tongues Beyond the Upper Room. Amen. And I believe it'd be good for us just to think about some of this here. Um, because I like this one, he said. <clears throat> he told this story about a man. Uh, his name was. He was a missionary over in Africa years and years ago. His name was Brother Bowley, and he was uh, he was in charge of several different mission outposts over there. I think it was the Assemblies of God, but whatever doesn't matter. <clears throat> God's power is available to all. <laughs> Amen. But. But uh, anyway, so, but he, 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 was over on the West side of Africa preaching and the, over there, there was off the coast uh, of the, you know, over off the coast of West Africa, not on the side we're used to going over to, but off the West coast of Africa, there was uh, some islands that the, the natives out there had never been reached with the gospel. And so he got in his heart to take, start taking the gospel to them and he hired a ship yeah. and they were going back and forth, taking the gospel, taking a team and uh, preaching over there. But anyway, one of the nights This was just a native who had this boat and they were taking the boat. One of the nights they came back and it was, uh, they they didn't have any navigational equipment because they didn't need it. They were going in the daytime and it wasn't that far, you know. But they were coming back one night and a storm came up before and it delayed them from getting, they weren't making as much progress and they, they were delayed and they didn't get to the land in time. Before night, you know before dark, and so uh, and so now they're out there in the dark, besides that, there's this storm, and it got bad, it really really just tossing and and he, the, the the captain said, "Well, um, you know we can't stay out here all night, this is going to be dangerous the, the ship will sink, we can't sustain this kind of storm and this kind of ship. this is going to sink eventually, so in order to really, the only chance we have is to just turn it toward the shore and make a run for it, but they said uh, he said, to be honest with you, I don't know where we are. And he said, there's a whole big uh, coral reef out here. And that coral reef will tear this ship apart. Yeah. And there's only one little place to get in. Yeah. 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 But I don't know exactly where we are. And I don't exactly know how to hit that, you yeah. know, get, get sort of like if this aisle was that path. Yeah, I don't know where we are. I don't know how to hit that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he said, so, but it is our only chance tonight. Otherwise, this is going to ship. This ship's going to sink. So, um, so they said, uh, Brother Bowley said, well, if that's your best advice, he said, let's just pray and commit ourselves to God, and then let's just cut her loose. So they prayed and uh, they, they, the captain cut her loose and just faced it toward the land and put up a little bit of a sail, you know, can't put up much, but there's a lot, a lot of wind. And so he put up a little bit of sail and they started going in there. And he said, the, Brother Bowley's testimony was, Brother Hagin heard this himself. He said, Brother Bowley's testimony was that ship took off like an airplane and it went up in the air, went over the coral reef and landed over in the calm waters in the little bay and they were all safe. He said, uh, he said, I wouldn't even believe it. Somebody told it. But he said, I got all these other witnesses. These other, the, the captain of the ship and all these other guys with it. Yeah. Some of them weren't even safe. Wow. And they're testifying to the fact yeah. that's exactly what happened. Yeah. God. Well, that was good testimony. But see, yeah. I don't want to just know what God, ha- what God yeah. does, but I want to know how he does it. Yeah. That was on a Monday night on the next week. Sometime there that next week, he was out visiting some of the mission stations and a lady said to him, what happened to you Monday night? He said, oh, something happened. He just pleaded in. He pleaded like nothing happened, acted like he didn't know anything. He said, what do you mean something? He said, well, I got this lady said, I got to praying for you. This one of these ladies at one of these mission stages. I got to praying for you. And uh, I didn't know what it was. I was awoken about 10 o'clock at night, Monday night. And uh, I had this burden to pray. And I didn't know what it was. And I prayed. I kept wanting, you know, fall back asleep. And I kept waking up, you know, because I'm tired. And, but, but I just finally got out of bed and prayed and yielded to it for two hours, groaning and, and, and travailing and praying through. And she said about midnight, I got prayed through. <laughs> Amen. She said I started laughing and started rejoicing. And started praising God. I got it all prayed through, but she said, "While I was laughing, your face kept flashing before me. I thought maybe I was praying for you. Were you in trouble Monday night?" He said, "Was I in trouble Monday night?" And he told her that story. Yeah, yeah. She said, "She said, uh, well, that's that's obviously what I was praying about. Yeah. Right. Woo! That's power. Oh, Made that power available. Yes.
1: Amen.
0: That doesn't light your fire. Your woods oh, wet." Amen. Amen. <laughs> Can we pray each other through stuff? Can we make such power available? There's not a one among us sick, not a one of us struggling, not a one of us. I mean, we come up against some hardship and before you know it, boom, we plowed, plowed right on through it. Or sailed right over it. Yes, this church is going to be the kind of church you're going to have to leave to die. I'm not talking about if you get old age and you want to die, fine. But I'm just talking about in young age. Praise the Lord. But what is that? What is that? After Brother Hagin, he told story after story like that. And uh, uh, after telling a lot of those kinds of stories, he said this. And this is what Brother Hagin said in tongues and tongues beyond the upper room. He said, so why don't we have more supernatural testimonies like this happening? He said, I'll tell you why, because more folks aren't praying in other tongues. See, she didn't know what to pray for as she ought. She just knew something's not right. You know, you can sense something sometimes. Something's not right. Right. Something's not right. I don't know what it is, but see, that's not the time to say, huh, I guess I don't know what it is and go off doing whatever you're doing. No, pray in the Holy Ghost. Why don't we have more testimonies like that? He said, I'll tell you why, because more folks are praying, are not praying in other tongues. He said, now, they may pray a little in other tongues to keep themselves in basic fellowship with God, but they don't take an extended amount of time to wait in his presence. Did you hear that? Extended amount of time. Now, that's what they were doing in Acts 12. They didn't just, just get a little blessing for themselves and leave and say, well, we'll just let God work it out. No, they didn't just let God work it out. They prayed it out. Yes, sir. I said, they prayed it out. We need to learn to recognize the burdens of prayer. We call them burdens of prayer, unctions to pray, and then yield to it until, and, and not yes. quit, yes. until we get it prayed yes. out. Yes. Yes. And so he said, but they didn't take, they don't take an extended amounts of time to wait in his presence, an hour or two or even longer. He said, when the, that's when the Holy Ghost can take hold with them in prayer through, uh, uh, with them to pray through on matters that desperately need to be prayed about he said, there's no doubt in my mind that the Holy Spirit is continually searching for those whom he can use in prayer. When he finds believers willing to yield to him and to pray for as long as it takes in other tongues, he takes hold together with them, helping them pray out God's perfect will about matters that often uh, they often know nothing about. That's what this lady that, you know. Prayed for Brother Bowley, his name, Brother Bowley. She didn't know anything about it. You know, communication wasn't as easy back then. So she didn't know anything about it. Well, um, so I I wrote this after this. Uh, There's a supernatural move of the Spirit in the area of prayer. Some of us aren't tapping into very much because we don't pray very much in other tongues. Mm -hmm. Remember the Lord said to me, I want you to begin to train this. I'm giving you a new assignment to train this congregation in the things of the Spirit. A lot of that training is going to be in this area of prayer. Amen. 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 Um, so, uh, Brother Hagan said that that move of the Spirit, or this kind of move of the Spirit, will be lost to this generation unless somebody teaches them. Yeah. Yes. Right. So, we don't, want to be lo- we don't want that kind of thing to be lost. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. We've got to go deeper. Amen. What do I mean deeper? I mean beyond just a little bit of praying to keep us in fellowship with God. We got to pray. It's a little like drilling for oil. Um, I'll just quote Brother Hagin on that. He said, so whenever he talked about praying for four hours and 45 minutes and hitting a gusher. Remember him talking about that? He said, so I knelt down and went at it again in tongues. I had prayed for another hour and 45 minutes on top of the three hours, I think it was. Uh, So that's an hour, four hours and 45 minutes, when suddenly I hit a gusher. He said, that's the best way I know how to describe it. In other words, I began to pray both with my spirit and with my understanding, listen, under the anointing. Before that, he's just praying, you know, out of his own understanding or with no anointing, you might say, even if it was in tongues, not necessarily with much anointing. And so, Revelation, he said, as I got over into the Spirit praying under that anointing, Revelation just came rolling up up out of me as the Holy Ghost showed me things to come. Later, he said, I'll talk more about what showed me to come. Actually, it was that, that's that's whenever that statement came. Uh, There's coming a a revival of divine healing to America uh, uh, after the end of World War II. That's what the Holy Ghost said after that period of time. Well, that was huge, and he was a big part of that. He's a big part of that. That's who he had been praying that out. But until that moment, he said, I was speaking in tongues with no unction or anointing, building up myself on my most holy faith. But then I hit that gusher. Oh, we got to hit these gushers. Yes, come on. I hit that gusher. Revelation just started rolling out of me. It didn't seem like I had anything in the world to do with it. But if I hadn't started praying in tongues as an act of my own will, that gusher never would have come. Notice he started out, he didn't wait for the anointing to come on him to get that's to right, that right, place, right. that deeper place. Yeah. He went ahead and just started drilling like you drill yeah, for oil. Yeah, right. He yeah. started going down deeper, down deeper, yeah. down deeper, yeah. Yeah. just praying until he got down there where that, where that, where that Holy Ghost anointing was. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Amen. He says, praying in tongues is like that is just like drilling for oil, like a drill in an oil well. If the oil man never puts forth the effort to drill the well, all the oil will just stay in the, stay in the ground. That's right. The yeah. potential of hitting a gusher would still exist. But nonetheless, the oil uh, man drilled, uh, but unless the oil man drills for oil, no one would ever even see the evidence for it. My, 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 my. Um. He said, most folks never pray in tongues long enough to hit a gusher. Yeah. Come on. Have you prayed? Don't raise your hand. But have you prayed long enough to hit a gusher? Right. Come on. Come on. You need to ask yourself that question. Yeah. You on. need to ask yourself why. Yeah. Come on. And you need to ask yourself, what's the benefit of me pay, to paying the price to get to that place? Yes, yeah. Come yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. What's the benefit? That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, We're going to talk about that tonight. And so he said, most folks never pray in tongues long enough to hit, hit a gusher. They drill down right below the surface and hope to hit oil with, with as little time and effort as possible. He said, when I hit the gusher back in 1943, I think I said... Yeah, yeah, 1943, February 1943. He said, "Revelation of things to come suddenly started to flow up out of me." The Lord said, "At the close of World War II, there will become a revival of divine healing to America." I wrote those words down and dated the paper and so forth and so on. So, um, can you see why we need to be praying longer? Yeah. Amen. Because the longer you go, the deeper you go. Yeah. 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 Amen. The deeper places of prayer, you yeah. get into the deeper things of the Spirit. Yeah. Now, you can get into the deeper things of the Spirit either by just recognizing, uh, well, you can get into the deeper things of the Spirit because the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you yield to him, or you can get into the deeper things of the Spirit just because you will, you can will to pray in other tongues. You don't have to wait for some anointing to pray in other tongues. You can will, and you can drill down and hit it. Does that make any sense? And that obedience will give God or give the Holy Spirit permission to come on you. Amen. Amen. So, Brother Hagin went on to say, the Holy Spirit isn't going to come on you and flow through you without your permission. Right. Yes, yes. Sir. That's right. You know, you're, you're, you're a free moral agent, free will agent. And if you don't want to yield to him, he won't yes. come on you and make you do anything. Amen. So, the Holy Spirit's not going to come on you and flow through you without your permission. But if you yield to him, as you yield to him, you give him permission to give you that stronger unction to pray. That's when you enter into that deeper realm of prayer where tongues just begins to roll out of you with power. Amen. Amen. So, so I'm just talking about several things tonight. I'm talking about extended seasons of prayer yes. and going deeper into these yes. deeper yes. places of prayer. There are deeper places of prayer that have to be reached in order to really get the plan of God fully to come yes. to pass. Yes. And the shallower places won't ever cause it to happen. We won't ever hit it. Amen. Amen. How many of you heard me tell that story where I went into the spirit? I was, I was pray, speaking in tongues, edifying myself, then went over into psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And as I kept yielding to that, this is in the nighttime years ago, that um, I, I went through like a door. It went into the spirit and had a vision. And there stands a man and a demon swallowing, swallowing him up. And I knew the man. I knew the story. I knew what was going on. He had run off in sin. He was a pastor. I knew I knew all the story. Yeah. And uh, and uh, nobody actually knew where he was. They were looking for him. He was, he was in a hotel with a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Just just went out into the flesh. Yeah. Yeah. But here he is in the vision. I'm seeing him. Yeah. And this demon swallowed him up. I knew what that meant. He's trying to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's also trying to take him to hell if he could. But he... Wasn't able to do neither one of them, and here's why. Because when I saw that vision, the anointing, it was like heaven opened over me, and the, the anointing fell on me in the vision. I could see it like a light, like a shaft of light. It hit me, and when it hit me, these words came up out of my spirit. Swallow him not up, you have not your prize. Swallow him not up, you have not your prize. Swallow him not up, you have not. I don't usually talk like that. But that's the way it came up out of my spirit. Yeah, sure. And when I said it the third time, that shaft of light hit him yeah. or hit the demon, and the demons f- flew into a million pieces. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not, demons don't ever cease to exist, right. but that's the type of the yoke was being destroyed yes, yes, amen. by the anointing. And he got up and started cleaning himself off and started walking on the path that God had for him. Amen? amen. amen. And exactly what I prayed out came to pass. Yeah. He got restored. He got back in fellowship with God. He repented. Of course, that's a big part of it. Repented, got back with God, got restored. He's back out in the ministry Amen. again today. Amen. Not the same kind of ministry, yeah. but he still got still in the ministry. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. But see, that didn't come on me. Somebody said, well, that anointing came on you. You were able to do that. No, it didn't come on me until I went ahead and pressed yeah. into that. Yeah. Yeah. You understand what I'm talking about? I, I had already been speaking in tongues and probably uh, interpreting and then, uh, tongue, I mean, uh, 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 psalms and hymns and spiritual songs were probably at that time, probably at least an hour, if not more. I didn't time myself, but I, I think it's probably at least that long. And so, what if I had quit? What if in Acts 12, they had quit? What if they had quit after an hour and said, well, you know, we, 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 we did our best. Well, whatever, whatever it takes. That's what we. How bad do we want some of these things? How bad do we want a move of the Spirit? The kinds of signs and wonders that causes people to bring people in here on stretchers, just even on a Wednesday night. How bad do we want that? Well, I don't know about you, but I turned a corner in this area. I'm going for it like I never have gone for it before. Praying in tongues like I never have prayed in tongues before. In fact, you might call me radical now. But radical people get results. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there's more to it than praying in tongues. You've got to yield to the Holy Ghost yes. in other ways. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, praise God, you've got to pray long enough. Why? Because the longer you pray in the Spirit, the further you go in the Spirit. Amen. You need to never forget that. You're never going to hit a gusher like we're talking about by just giving yourself just a little bit of prayer to keep yourself in fellowship with God. I'm not poo-pooing that. I'm saying if we want to actually get the full that God has for us, we got to go beyond that. Amen. Now, I just went through and looked at Brother Hagin's comments on some things about extended seasons of prayer. Would you like me to read those? Uh, This is Tongues Beyond the Upper Room. Some of the things he said about extended seasons of prayer. He said, as I look back, I realize that before all of my greatest experiences in God, before the most spectacular healings, the most supernatural financial miracles, or the most outstanding experiences of casting out demons, I always seem to be led to set aside time uh, by myself to pray in other tongues. You see, the Lord knows what is ahead of you. You don't know what is out there, but he does. Then he said... uh, Brother Hagan said, in these extended seasons of prayer, I found out early in my ministry that by praying with other tongues, the Holy Spirit would prepare me for things to come. Yeah. So he was talking about these, he finds himself at certain seasons, giving himself to extended seasons of prayer. Yeah. I, that's what I'm in right now. Amen. I can't hardly stand it, just not, not praying in tongues right now.
1: Yeah.
0: That's, that, that started happening to me probably six months ago. All right. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. 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 Look what's happening in the last six yeah, months. Yeah, come yeah. On. Yeah. I can say what Brother Hagin's saying. Yeah. Yeah. He said, I, I, the most outstanding miracles, most spectacular healings, the greatest experiences in God, the most supernatural financial miracles yes. or the most outstanding experiences of casting out devils seem to be led by the Spirit ahead of time yeah. Yeah. to give myself to extended season yes. of praying Amen. in other tongues. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 See, back in uh, 1999, uh, we came here in 2000. I think it was 19, whenever it was. I'd have to look up the date. But the Lord said to me, I want you to, I want you to give yourself to more prayer. And he gave me a amount of time. I don't know why he does that to me sometimes. It's not a law for anybody, but he just tells me what to do sometimes, how much. And uh, so, but he said, and I prayed out everything we're walking out today. Yeah. Prayed out the church, prayed out the church's development and different parts of the ministry and so forth. And I could spend an hour on that. But but see, we, we've walked that out. Yeah. I said, we've walked that out. What are we going to do? Just sit up three tabernacles and say, isn't this wonderful? No, we've got some more things to walk out. But you can't walk it out unless you've you got, you got to pray it out if you want to walk it out. Otherwise, you've got to work it out. And it's just too tough. It just, just doesn't want to make forward progress very well. But if you pray in tongues, you grease the skids. Poor, poor city folk don't know what I'm talking about. I know Teresa doesn't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Grease the skids. That means it goes down the skids real easy. Praise the Lord. Now, uh, he said, uh, the greatest things that ever, I'm, I'm saying another, he said it a different way another time. The greatest things that ever happened to me, the greatest miracles, the greatest healing miracles, the greatest financial miracles came from a prolonged time of praying in other tongues. The ministry today, what we're in, what we're doing, what we have been doing the last number of years came as a direct result of praying in other tongues. Amen. So he's saying there's a correlation in other tongues uh, uh, between praying in other tongues uh, and more of these things in manifestation. Amen. 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 I said amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There's a connection between you praying praying more in other tongues and seeing God do more for you. Why? James 5.16. We already read it. It makes that power available. Amen. I said, it makes that power available. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so um, let's, let's look at uh, some other things he said. How, how many of you are enjoying these quotes? Yeah. Yes, sir. You're going to get faith tonight to pray more in other yes, tongues. Sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. So um, he said uh, also about these extended times of prayer, as I prayed during these prolonged seasons of prayer, From somewhere deep inside, the knowledge of what God wanted me to do would rise up in me. The Lord's wisdom and guidance would take shape and form within me. And eventually, I'd know on the inside of me exactly what direction I was supposed to take. Once I got it clear in my spirit, no one could knock the knowledge of God's plan out of me. I had it. He said, with every new direction I've ever taken through the years of the ministry, radio ministry, publication ministry, Rama Bible Training Center, and so forth, I received divine guidance for that specific direction while I was praying in other tongues. Now, we, we maybe thought, well, Brother Hagin probably got all that through, through the prophet's office because he's stood in the prophet's office. But he's saying, no, he said, that's not something that came to me in the prophet's office. It came to me just like it can come to any believer yes, who will pray in these extended seasons of praying in other tongues. Amen. Amen. Yes. If your life is boring, pray more in tongues. Yes. Amen. Amen. Life gets boring without any power to yes. push it through. Yes. There's always supposed to be new things happening, Amen. exciting things happening. Come on. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this isn't the prophet's office. This is praying in other tongues, which any believer can do that. I like this. The Lord was talking to me about this. Um, this is another benefit of doing this. anybody ever had, Anybody ever messed up, made a wrong choice, made a wrong turn, did something that messed your life up? We'll just all look straight ahead. I'll, I'll look at you and you look at me. <laughs> Anybody ever messed up? Well, I was talking about, I was, I was praying about some of these things, and, uh, and I shared this with somebody recently, but I just want to share it with you. The Lord showed me that whenever you, it's like you take a wrong turn with the GPS, like you, you're going somewhere by GPS, it tells you where to go turn here, turn. But let's say you, get, for some reason, miss your turn or whatever. How many of you know how to recalculate? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it it'll reprogram and get you back where you where, yes. gets you back on track. Yeah. It'll reroute your yes. your trip. Yes. Isn't that right? Yes. That's what happens whenever you pray longer in other tongues. Yes. If you've messed up, yes. if you've if you've messed a part of your life up, yes. you messed up a marriage. You messed up your finances. You messed up something. Yes. Messed up your body. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. Anybody ever done that? Don't raise your hand. But you can get back on track yes. Yes. by extended season of praying in other tongues. That's what Pastor Nancy did whenever she was in that wrong relationship yes. back there right after Miss, being Miss Oklahoma. Yes. You yes. ever heard that story? Yes. She put, she spent that extended period of speaking in other tongues. Yes. And before what was it was a couple weeks passed. bam, yes. she made the connection with Dr. Yes. Dufresne. Yes. You know, there's people God has planned for you to be connected to. That's right. And yes. there's yes, places God planned for you to yes, be. Sir. Yes, sir. And if you mess that up, through your own, your, your own wisdom, <laughs> my own wisdom, if we mess that up somehow, the Holy Ghost can fix it, yes, sir. but you got to pray it out, Amen. and when you pray it out, somewhere down deep on the inside of you, you'll see, okay, here's what I need to do, here's what I need to do, you start t- doing what he tells you to do, before you know it, you're back on track, Amen. Woo, praise God. But not only will it get you back on track through praying in other tongues, but it will, uh, there are divine connections that God wants you to connect with. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's anointed to help you. On, amen. 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 It'll get you to your destination. Yes, sir. It'll get you from where you are to where God needs you to be. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. hallelujah. So uh, that's, that's really good. I, I don't know about you, but let's talk about more of these deeper places of prayer. Um, so, uh, there are things, um, one of the things that these extended seasons of deeper, uh, of prayer allow you to do is go deeper, yeah. Yeah. Right. go deeper. I don't know if anybody knows what I'm talking about, but if you don't know what I'm talking about, just pray in tongues until you hit it. And then you'll come telling everybody else what I'm talking about. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I've hit it. I hit it years ago. Yeah. Uh, but through extended season in prayer, and I'm, I'm better at hitting it now. and quick. I can get there quicker now than I ever have been able to in my life. Praise, God. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise I man. can just start drawing up out of my own belly yeah. before I know it. I got my answer. I'm sappy drunk. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, um, but there's, there's a, a place. There, there, uh, you can get to this place by the Holy Ghost coming on you, or you can simply uh, spend extra season in prayer just at will. Because you don't need the Holy Ghost to come on you to pray in other tongues. He's already given you that utterance. You can speak that out of your own spirit. And the more time you spend doing that, the further you go. Pastor Nancy used this illustration. She said, if I'm in a a city that I don't know much about, maybe I'm preaching there. She said, and the pastor says, I want to show you around the city. You want to see it? And she she says, well, I'll give you 10 minutes. Well, you only get to see a little bit, right? right. But, but if you say, I, I, I got the whole afternoon. How many of you know now he can take you further? Yeah. He can say, show you all the, the pretty yeah. places yeah. And, the, and the nice yeah. lakeside area where there's a big, you know, stadium there or whatever. He can just take, it, yeah. take you all the ancient yeah. buildings or whatever you call them. Yeah. I was going to say antiques, but whatever they're <laughs> called. <laughs> historical buildings. Yes. Amen. You can see all the sights, yes. Yes. and that's the way it is. Praying more another time. You give God 10 minutes. He can take you so far, yeah. but you give him a, a long extended period of time. Yes. Yes, sir. Whoo, you can hit yourself a gusher yes. yeah, and you'll also see more and know more. And you tap into more power to get things done. Praise the Lord. Amen. He he said this, Brother Hagin said this back there in the book, Tongues Beyond the Upper Room. He said, you may ask, was it right for me to pray in tongues for those four hours and 45 minutes with no unction or anointing? He said, absolutely. Countless times over the years, I prayed in tongues just because I wanted to. (laughs) I like that. But it's important to understand there's a difference then between that and uh, as an act of your will, praying in tongues and with the anointing. Praise God! But he said, "When you get over into that deeper realm of prayer, that's what I want to keep, hearing, keep you to keep hearing tonight. See, that's what the Holy Ghost is saying. We need to go deeper. God. And I and I wish I had time. I'm already running out of time to go to several scriptures to talk about the deeper part. Oh, this, that talk about this deeper part uh, in the Amplified First uh, Romans 8:26 and 27 says something about it. In the Amplified, he gives you these yearnings and groanings too deep for utterance. Right. There's a deeper there's a deeper yes. place of prayer. Yes. Yes. And there's many other scriptures that talk about the depths yes. of, of God and so forth. But anyway, so he said here, was it right? Yes. He said, but uh, he, he said, you just keep at it until the anointing comes on you.
1: Right.
0: Until you hit the gusher, you might yes. say. So are you understanding this? Yes. This is our issue. Yeah. Come on. Yes. This is our issue. Yes. This, this is our issue. Yes, sir. Amen. We haven't gone deep enough yet. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Maybe we have to a degree. I'm not saying we haven't at all. But I'm saying we've got to get past yes, about here, here deep. Yes, Amen. Yes, Just deep enough to our tongues down in the depth, yeah. that down in the water, that we can, yeah. we can lap it out. Amen. But we need to get on down deeper. Amen. Yes, sir. Never said that before, but that'll help you. Yes, sir. <laughs> then he said this. After telling story after story after story about some of these things in his own life and in the lives of others, he said, "Oh, he said, there's a depth in prayer that we know so little about. There's a place in prayer that so few have attained. But if we will listen to the Helper and follow him, he will be faithful to lead us into the greater dimensions of prayer." He said, "I can tell you this. I'm so I'm not satisfied with where we are as a body in this area of prayer." Well, I can say that too. And I'm not just putting that on you. I'm not satisfied with my own life. I'm making some changes. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Anybody going to make some changes with me? So uh, he said, I can tell you this. I'm not satisfied where we are as a body in this area of prayer. We are nowhere near where we ought to be. But thank God, I believe many are, are making some giant steps. We're beginning to move on into the deeper realm. Notice that keeps coming up. Deeper realm of prayer and intercession with the help of the Holy Ghost within. God is calling us to a deeper realm of prayer in these last days. Say out loud, deeper. That means we need to train ourselves to be sensitive to the Spirit of God so uh, we can learn to yield to him. Notice that. That's how you get there. You yield. Uh, As we do, he will help us pray out God's will in situations that arise, even when we know nothing about the circumstances or the people who are involved. We can get on our knees and say, Holy Spirit, I don't know what to pray for as I ought, but you do. He said, through the years, there have been times when I've sensed that stronger burden to pray. The moment I knelt down, I was in the spirit. It was as if I... Knelt down in a white cloud that immediately enveloped me. I had my eyes wide open, but I couldn't see any of my surroundings. Tongues began to flow out of me as I prayed with a uh, uh, as I prayed with a strong Holy Ghost unction. During these times of prayer, it seemed like I didn't have a thing in the world to do with it. Yet, of course, I did to begin with. The Holy Ghost didn't just take me over; it was a matter of me yielding to Him to pray out His perfect will. That's uh, to pray out His perfect will with that stronger anointing. He said, "You see, the Holy Ghost isn't going to come upon you and flow through you without your permission." There's that again. Uh, if he gives you unction to pray and you don't go pray or me unction to pray and I don't go pray, then he won't come on us any, any stronger. Yeah. That's right, yeah. But if we yield to it, he'll come on us. Yes. That's called giving him permission. Yes. Yeah. But as we yield to him and give him, permission to give, give him permission to give you that stronger unction to pray, or you give him permission to give you that stronger unction to pray, that's when you enter into the deeper realm yes. of prayer where tongues just begins to roll out of you with power. That's what I keep having come up in my spirit tonight. That's what God needs us to do. Go to some deeper realms. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother Hagin gave some illustrations of this. When you've prayed, he said, when you've preached as long as I have, almost seven decades, you can start to see some of the things, see some things come in waves. Talking about the moves of God coming in waves. I can sense it in my spirit. There's another wave coming. Get ready for it. It isn't coming just because God said it's coming. Are you there? We're going to have to enter into the deeper realm. He keeps talking about this. The deeper realm of prayer that we have been talking about and give birth to that which God wants to do. Amen. Ah. 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 So now that gives us some understanding. Ah, uh, so praise the Lord. <laughs> Remember Galatians four nineteen? Of whom I travail, I pray and travail in birth, talking about the Galatian church, until Christ be formed in you. There's a deeper realm of yes. prayer where there's travail. Yes. That's where things are birthed. Yeah. Yes. Yes, sir. yes sir. Are you still out there? Yes. Yes. That's where things are birthed. Then it says in Isaiah 66, 8, Who hath heard of such a thing? Who hath seen such a thing? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. Yes. Amen. It's important to, uh, for believers to develop themselves in this deeper realm of, of travail even. Amen. I'm not talking about making something up in the flesh. I'm talking about giving yourself to prayer. Yes. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> So the Lord told me, he said, Brother, H- Brother Hagin's talking here. I'm just reading a lot of this because I just wanted to, I don't know. If you don't want it, I, I'm just feeding on this we want myself. It. We want it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, uh, um, let me get to where I, lo- where I left off here. Um, when you he, when he preached, he talked about uh, the, the waves of the sea. He said, that's, that's, that's the way these moves of God are. <clears throat> but he said, but it's not going to come just because we, 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 God says it's going to come. It's going to come because we go out into the deeper realms of prayer and give birth to it. He said, if you've ever gone down to the ocean and watched the waves come in, you know that before a wave ever breaks on the shore, it has its beginning way out in the deeper waters of the ocean. Did you hear that word deeper again? The potential energy of the wave begins long before it ever sees the final result wash, or, or you ever see the final result washing up on the shore. Well, that's the way praying in tongues accomplishes or that's what praying in tongues accomplishes in the spirit realm. When you pray in tongues, you give impetus to the next move of God, uh, the next move of God's spirit before that spiritual wave is ever seen with your natural eyes. Praise the Lord. So that's one of his illustrations about going deeper. He said, it's like a wave of the sea. It starts way out in the deep, but you got to go out there and, and, and work with God in that deeper place of prayer. And as you work with God in that deeper place of prayer, that, that, that swell of that, the, the, the power of that begins to rise and begins to move toward (laughs) the body of Christ move toward the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, the Lord told me there's a deeper, there, there is a depth of prayer and intercession in the spirit that will be lost unless we who are experienced in prayer somehow get these truths over uh, to this present generation of believers. See, so you hear that again? Depth. Yes. I've known a few p- folks over the years who were great intercessors and who became experts in the deeper realm of prayer in the Holy Ghost. But God wants more who can pray, out, pr- pray like these few. He must have more believers who know how to pray in that deeper realm, Amen. deeper realm, yes. <laughs> because there's a job to get done in these last days. Yes. If his plan and purposes are to be fulfilled in this last hour, more and more of his people must say no to their flesh and spend time praying out divine mysteries to God. Yes. Yes. Come on. Oh, so to get there, you got to say no to the flesh. Yeah. The flesh wants to watch the internet. Yeah. The yeah. flesh wants to watch the news. Yeah. The flesh wants to spend time being, being distracted. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, your flesh. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yes, sir. Praise, the Lord. Praise the Lord. Then he gave another illustration. He said, it's like going out into space. He said several decades ago, all of us were concerned that the Russians put up a Sputnik satellite up in space. We spent billions of dollars to get ahead of them in the space race and put up the first astronauts out there. However, the first time the astronauts went out into space, they didn't get very far. They barely went out of the earth's atmosphere, entering only into the very edge of space. Why didn't they go further? Why did they not go to the moon on their first try? Because they hadn't been out there before. They didn't know how to maneuver in in space. In the same way, some of us have only gotten into the edge of the spirit realm in prayer. We don't know how to maneuver out there, so we have to take it a little at a time. Nevertheless, as we continue to make ourselves available to God, praying in other tongues, he will lead us further into these deeper realms of prayer where miracles are wrought and divine revelation is granted. Hallelujah. Anybody interested? You and I can have fellowship then. Come on. (laughs) amen Amen. praise god so um now now this is where this travail happens i want you to see that everybody say that travail happens out there in the deeper realms that's what he said uh to enter into these deeper realms of prayer we have to uh uh that we've been talking about, we, that's where we give birth to that which God wants to do, referring to the next move of God. Yeah. Amen? Amen? It's important for us to, to, to yield to this and develop yeah. in this. Yeah. Another illustration I give, and, and uh, I don't remember Brother Higgins said a lot about it here, but another illustration I give is like, it's like um, the things of the Spirit are like a spiritual house, or like a house. When you get baptized in the Holy Ghost, you come through the front door of that house. Yes, sir. Now, I'm not talking about the new birth. The new birth is the entrance into the kingdom of God. But the baptism of the Holy Spirit is, is yes. an introduction to the spiritual things. Yes, sir. Into the realm of the Spirit, the move of the Spirit. Yes. But the baptism of the Holy Spirit is just the introduction. It's like you just come through the front door. I mean, if I invited you over to our house and you came through the front door and then backed up, put your back right against the front door and just stood there you wouldn't get the meal that we prepared, right? There's a lot of things you'd miss in the house. And that's what a lot of Christians have done. They spoke with tongues and are excited about it. And they, then they backed up against the door and they stayed right there. And they talk about how wonderful the day they spoke with the tongues. If that was the greatest day in spiritual things that you've had, then you're telling on yourself. We're to go on and come on into the house. Yes, sir, amen. Just like you come to our house, there's a you know food, there's a refrigerator, there's yeah. a bed, there's you know restrooms, shower, you, just all kinds of nice stuff. Yeah. 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 Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. You could use Pastor Debbie's sauna downstairs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Amen. See, there's more available to us than just the ba- yeah. the initial baptism of the Holy yes. Ghost. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's supposed to be lifelong experiences in the things of the yes. Spirit. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the further you go, the more you come into this spiritual house, the more you're going to experience in the Spirit. Amen. Amen. Now, let's talk about some of this. We're almost done. Don't think I'm going to go way past midnight. <laughs> okay. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> but God wants His people to come on in. Come on in to, this, to these realms, these rooms. See, a house has rooms. The realm of the Spirit has rooms. There's things, places, resources, equipment, angels, manifestations, revelations, impartations. You, you spend time in this realm, things are going to start happening to, and, and, and even function. Things will begin to function that we're not functioning in the Spirit realm. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. I'm not talking about making things up, but here's some things that can begin to function. You can get past just tongues and get over into travail. I'm not talking about making it up. That's the, that's the most sickening thing you've ever seen. Bunch of people trying to make that up. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the Holy Ghost come on you. And you go into a deeper place of prayer. Amen. Sometimes when it happens here, people people getting used to it now. But when it first started happening, people went, ooh, "Okay, ooh, okay, I'm going to think I'm out of here," you know. But see, that's because they're not used to that. It's like the astronauts going out into space. They're not used to that. I mean, they don't want to go too far. They're not. I'm not sure what's out there, you know. How about this? Something uh, you pray something through, like working of miracles or gifts of healings. I've done that many times. Um, how about getting over, the anointing comes on you and you start and you point to something and start boldly declaring what's going to happen That's to good, it. Amen. That right. can be special faith come amen. into manifestation. Yes. Amen. amen. Uh, how about pleading your case in the spirit? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if I can share about four or five of the things that have come out of my mouth talking to God in the last six months because it almost sounds, it almost sounds uh, sacrilegious. But you know, God's been honoring it. Amen. If I told you some of the things Amen. I told a couple of people the other day, praise the Lord. Amen. Finney said he got over into the spirit and he said, uh, uh, he said, there were things that come out of my mouth. He said, I, 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 after I got back in the flesh, he said, I wasn't sure if I was okay with God anymore because i talking bold to God like that. He said, you don't think we're not going to have revival here. Do you Lord? Yeah, come on. Just getting bold, you know? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, how about uh, speaking in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs? Yes. You can pray in tongues until you get over to that place yes. where it's no longer tongues. It's in English. Yes. Yeah. And you can pray in English yeah. under the anointing of the Spirit. Yeah. comes out of you like rivers. Your mind has had nothing to do with it. And then you can get over into psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Yeah. Have you gone there yet? Come on. Well, you got more developing to do. Come on. I got more developing to do. Amen. Now, let's look at this. How about dancing? Praying something through till you. Dance, laugh, and, and uh, just rejoice. Amen. Amen. Yeah. How about this? How about whenever you're praying, all of a sudden you, you start seeing what you're praying about? Yeah. Yeah. You might see a person that you know you're praying for. How about this? Whenever you're praying in, in tongues, your tongue changes and it becomes a different tongue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bible talks about tongues, yes, plural, sir. Yes, sir. of men and of angels. Uh, well, I haven't had any of these experiences. Well, then uh, there's more developing. There's further you can go. Yes. How about this? Uh, how about going, um, being carried away to different places in the spirit where you see and know? Yeah. Yeah. I've had that happen. i visited people's houses. Yes. Didn't see me, did you? <laughs> 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 uh, how about hitting a gusher like Brother Hagin talks about? Yeah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. How about, how about this? Um, you, uh, you, through these extended seasons of prayer, the anointing come on you. And take you further, and you seem to almost get lost in the spirit. You lose track of time, forget which room you're in. See, that's what these further places includes. Hallelujah. So, are you glad you came tonight? Thank you, Jesus. And so, uh, believers must develop in spiritual things. That's what we're talking about, developing and going further. And uh, the longer you go, the, the further you can go. Praise, yes. God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. I just, I just hear, you know, Re- Revelation 4, 2 talks about John on the Isle hearing that voice, come up hither, come up hither. I kind of sense, I, I kind of hear that call to this church. Amen. Come up. Yes. Come yes. up into these, these greater places in, in these moves of the Spirit. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I, I hear it in my spirit, but God's calling to all of us. Okay. Let's set aside some things. Whatever it is that's distracting you from these things. People are so distracted nowadays. So caught up with fleshly things. I'm telling you, our nation needs this right now. But not only is that, our church needs this. This ministry needs this. Your family needs this. This can save family members' lives in your family, extended family members. You can pray things out, give them another chance. Yeah, but God never uses me that way. Well, we already talked about that. Amen. If you're going to be used of God, you've got to be available to him. Yes. And then whenever he does come on you, uh, you got to, when you sense those promptings to pray, give yourself to that prompting yes. to pray. Yes. Amen. Because he doesn't just take you over. That's right, that's right. He, he, he must have permission. Yes. Amen. Amen. So you can see why some people say, well, God hasn't used me that way. It's because either, either they've not drilled down and gotten and hit this yeah. gush or whenever he comes on them, they don't yield to it. Yeah. Right. 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 On, right. Amen. So yeah. that's, that's good enough for tonight. Um, we, we, we will pick some, up, some things up later. Praise God. Amen. And uh, But I'm just challenging you yes, to let's go into some greater depths. Amen. Let's go into some greater Amen. places in prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I, I didn't know how much time we we're going to get to prayer tonight, so it looks like we're out of time. But, you know, we could start a little bit and go, go a little bit tonight. But, I mean, you know, really to get into some of these things I'm talking about, we'd have to, you know, spend a longer period of time. So let's just do it when we go home. How about that? Well, I got, you know, I want to catch up on the news and all that. Okay, forget about everything I've talked about. Just forget about everything I'm talking about. Go back to the denominational church and live your denominational life. Come on. Or stayed bored like you are right now. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Glory. Glory. I'm just messing with you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> In love, right? Yes. Yes, sir. yes, sir. Tell your neighbor he loves us anyhow. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Woo, what would happen if we all gave ourselves to maybe an hour of this or something? Yes. Now, don't misunderstand me. You can stand with me to your feet. The devil will fight you on this. Your own mind will fight you on this. In fact, you start giving yourself to it and the phone will ring seven times. Yeah. Amen. But you just got to stick with it. Just got to stick with it. Say no, no. Now, I'm not putting any law on you about how long or anything, but how about we just just, just go, whatever an extended season means to you, about let's just all reach for what it means to us. Amen. I mean, how about on Saturday night? You say, well, Lord, I'm just going to give myself to 30 minutes of, of praying for the service in the Holy Ghost. 30 minutes. Maybe or just, just whatever. I mean, maybe, maybe if five minutes is a whole lot. Maybe you just say, okay, I'm going to give myself to 10 minutes of praying in the Holy Ghost for the service. Now, Lord, I'm just praying for the service tomorrow morning. Praise God. And just stick with it until we hit the gusher. Yes, amen, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Father, thank you for your word tonight. Thank you, Father. It, 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 it enlightens us. It directs us. We thank you, Father, for the helper, the Holy Ghost that lives in us. Father, he's our, he's our, uh, yes, Lord. He's, he's the one that knows the future better than we know the past. He knows what needs to be prayed out. Father, I thank you. He knows the way. He knows the path. He knows the direction we need to go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, Father, as we yield to him, he'll get us right on exactly where we need to go. And thank you for it, Father. We give you all the praise for miracles in our family's lives, in, in, our, uh, uh, in our nation, in this congregation, in this church. Thank you for divine yes. interventions. We thank you, Father, for supernatural healings. Thank you for greater manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit. Glory to God in our lives and in our services. Glory be to God. In Jesus' name, amen.